then what does that mean? You just don't try anymore? You just say like, ah, you know, I wanted to be a successful business owner, but it just wasn't meant to be. And nothing is meant to be. It's, it's, what, you, it's what you do with it. We're so afraid of that next thing not working and, and the disappointment of it. But it's so disempowering. Learned helplessness is, is, well, there's nothing I can do about it anyway, so I guess it wasn't meant to be. And it's not, it's not useful, it's not empowering, it's not a good thing. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was number... It was number 1,126 today for episode number 1,127, how, and this is in quotation marks, it just wasn't meant to be is hurting you. We did an episode a while ago, I think it was five common phrases that are jeffing you maybe. It was a while ago, probably. Misbeliefs. Misbeliefs. I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know what we titled it, but it was like a myth busting. It was. Belief it was. Episode. Yeah. And we've done that before too. That was the second time we did that. I remember we did that in the basement studio at your mom's house back in the day as well. So way back, we've been onto this. We've been onto this concept for a long time. So the goal of this episode really is to get you to understand, and you might already understand this, or maybe you want to believe this, but you do not yet. It's to get you to understand that anytime we are using sayings, we are using words that relieve us of any responsibility, it most likely is not doing us any favors. So you will hear people, and I hear this all the time, well, you know, I had this program that I had up and running, but nobody signed up. It just wasn't meant to be. And that's the end of it. It's like, oh, it wasn't meant to be. I shouldn't do it. When the reality is there's a number of things that could have happened. Number one, you either didn't do the right thing to make sure people came to the program. Number two, you're very early in the journey. Number three, you're not good at marketing. Number four, your product isn't good yet. Number five, you don't know enough yet. There's a million different reasons under that. So just imagine... Everything that you use on a daily basis, people had many opportunities to say, ah, you know what, this cell phone thing, just not meant to be. This airplane thing, just not meant to be. This laptop thing, this camera thing, this light thing, this air conditioning thing, this heat thing, it's just not meant to be. When you're saying that, you are quite literally relieving yourself of any responsibility, thus relieving yourself of any opportunity to actually make it work out. And Again, we've talked about this many, many times, and I think this is kind of our unique brand where there are people that will tell you to work 16 hours a day and don't sleep. There are also other people that will tell you to only work when it feels right, when it feels aligned, when it feels easy. Ours is in the middle. And I think a lot of people want to think, well, it just wasn't meant to be. If it's meant to be, it'll be. If it's supposed to happen, it'll happen at the right time. I think you can speed up the process. I really, really do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and the the reason we say this is not only do we see this in many of our clients uh, and different listeners and community members, but in our in ourselves. I mean, when we were getting, I, I did a post recently 
where I talked about how we used to get four listens a day. Yeah, we were crushing it early on. And we could have easily said, well, I guess this podcast thing isn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. And if we had done that, you literally will, would not be listening to us right now. And there's a big difference between this isn't what I want and this isn't meant to be. So I want everyone to understand something like if you go into some endeavor and it doesn't work the way you want it to, which by the way is every endeavor. Mm. Seriously. Um, what's a good example of this? Think of Canva, uh, Canva. If you've ever used it, one of the best companies, one of the fastest growing companies to ever exist. They call it a unicorn company, billion dollar company started in 2013. Even Canva last night, during Emilia and I's relationship talks event has like a lot of bugs. It was having issues. It wasn't letting me, I need to be a team member and then it wouldn't let me access the PowerPoint and it was, the video got all messed up and even Canva, which is a billion dollar company that was founded in 2013 and has some of the best engineers in the world, computer scientists, is still buggy and not working well. Adobe, same deal. So my point is, is that if, if they are having problems, Adobe was the worst, right? See, and that's the best in the world. It's the best program in the world. And it is, it literally would crash (laughs) three times a week. Minimum. If you got through an entire thing and it didn't crash, it was like, hell yeah. But other, every other time it just crashed. It's brutal. Hate it. We, uh, and, and well, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. Now, again, we're being playful with this, but seriously, Adobe Premiere is what, if you've ever seen a famous movie, the Avengers movies, whatever, they use Adobe Premiere most likely to edit those films. One of my friends is a film director and he uses Adobe Premiere. So it's still buggy. It still crashes. It's still not perfect. There's no such thing. Even the iPhone, best product ever created, arguably. It still has problems. We couldn't unread text messages until like, Two months Last ago. week or two weeks ago <laughs> or whatever. And and so my point is is that what if Apple was like, you know what? This iPhone thing, ah, wasn't really meant to be. What happens is, and we did an episode on this recently, this is what happens. You have an expectation that things are going to go either better or worse than they really do. And when the reality does not meet our expectation, we tell ourselves a, a new story instead of just being more accurate in our thinking. And you have to be very, very careful how you interpret that that data. So Kevin does his first speech in front of 40 people. He thinks it's going to go horribly wrong. He ends up doing really well. The whole audience is laughing. It went really well. All things considered. Yeah, I would say so. And so he tells himself a new story. Luckily, he chose an empowering one. The empowering one is, I'm an awesome speaker. <laughs> go me, right? <laughs> then our second speech, he doesn't prep. Um, he makes some kid come up on stage and do push-ups. <laughs> Several. Several, several push-ups because he didn't show up with he showed up several with a couple flashcards. Several children and several push-ups. <laughs> you want to be a motivational speaker? Come up here and do this speech for me. <laughs> and Kev showed up dressed to the nines, no notes. I think he had a couple flashcards, ready to rock. Didn't even know what he was going to talk about. You want to be a motivational speaker? Come do my speech because I'm unprepared and freaking out. But my point is, luckily after that, he didn't tell himself a story. I'm a bad speaker. So the story you tell yourself dictates everything. And if you're just saying, ah, it wasn't meant to be, you might be doing that way too early. But if you decide, you know what? I don't really want to be a speaker. That's a whole nother conversation. It's, 
and again, I try to use good analogies and good examples for something like this, but it's very much, imagine that you are put into a room and your life goal is to escape that room. You are, it's going to take you a long time before you say, well, it just, maybe it just wasn't meant to be. No, you're going to say, I just haven't found the way out yet. I just haven't found the way out. There's got to be a way out. Nobody would put me in here with no way out. Like, there's got to be a way out. That's how I think of everything else. I know it's not as serious. And I know that's a very serious example. But if somebody, and I think this is the interesting thing. I think this is where it comes from. It comes from, and I, this isn't a bad thing, but when I was a kid, I'm sure I was told that. Like, if something didn't go wrong, uh, didn't go my way, something went wrong, I didn't get a job I applied for, a girl didn't date me when I... I thought she should have. I'm sure somebody probably said, well, you know, it's just not meant to be. Or if it, if it was meant to be, it would happen. And I'm sure then you internalize it as like, yeah, that's good. I like that. I like that. I'm going to use that in this example. And the problem is that becomes your new story. And yeah, I've seen it time and time again with people. And yeah, we're joking about it, but I do get frustrated because then what does that mean? You just don't try anymore. You just say like, ah, you know, I wanted to be a successful business owner, but it just wasn't meant to be. And nothing is meant to be. It's, it's, what you, it's what you do with it. Nothing is meant to be. It's not the way it works. It's not the way it works. And I've had, that, I've had those situations too where early in, I had, a, I had a rough week at NLPS, Next Level Podcast Solutions. We had a couple of launches. They didn't go as smoothly as I'd like them to go. That's on me. I'm very overwhelmed. I'm burning down. I can't keep up with everything. But I have not said at one point, ah, maybe this this podcast business is not meant to be. It's I just haven't figured out the right things yet. And I came to Alan and I said, hey, I need help with blank. And I talked to Ron and I said, hey, Ron, Ron's the director. I said, hey, what can we do better? Like, how can I support better? It wasn't, well, this isn't meant to be. It's It's harder than it's ever been. I have to figure out a different way. And I think that's, this is my favorite analogy in the world. My favorite analogy. Many of us are more interested in getting out of the pool than learning how to swim. That really, really, really is my thought process for this. And I watched this video. It, so uh, when Taryn's dad comes over, we always watch like weird stuff. We call it fringe sports. It's just like, because we always find something weird. Last night we watched wrestling, but uh, like college wrestling. But he oh, came nice. over a couple months ago. And we watched this video about these skydivers were going skydiving. And reason number 1,120, Kevin will never go skydiving. And they were flying to the place where they were supposed to skydive. And the plane, the engine stopped working. So they all had to jump out of the plane long before they were ready to do it. And it was a whole thing. So the plane crashed. I think three out of the four people passed away. One of them Jesus. landed in the middle of the ocean. In the middle of the ocean. <laughs> number two fear and proceeded i don't know, remember what it was but i'm pretty sure he floated around for like 48 hours and there were several times where he was like oh, i just gotta find a way to to grab onto something i gotta find a way to to find a log i gotta find a way to swim towards shore and he got to the point where he was like honestly i hope a shark eats me because i don't think i'm gonna make it i really don't know if i can do this anymore and then he ended up like having that moment of, I got to do this. Like, I got to figure out a way. I got to figure out a way. I got to figure out a way. And he stayed floating and he, I guess, evidently a log floated by him miraculously and he grabbed onto it. Then he swam through a sea of jellyfish and he was, it was brutal. It was like the worst thing I can imagine. One of the worst things I can imagine enduring. 
but he didn't say, you know what, maybe this life wasn't meant to be. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go. And again, I mean, if I was treading water for 47 hours, who knows what I would do. I probably would have had a panic attack and sunk right to the bottom. But that's what I'm talking about. When you have that kind of experience, you don't say to yourself, ah, maybe it just wasn't meant to be. You say, how do I stay here? How do I keep going? How do I push through this? So I, I know it's, it's a light topic, but it means a lot to you if you're, if you're trading in responsibility, you're also trading in power. And that's just an important fundamental understanding to have. Hey, I wanted to give my experience working with Kevin and the rest of the Next Level University team. It has been such a seamless relationship. He is so easy to work with, Kevin, and he gives you all the information you need, but doesn't overwhelm you. He's also um, meets you where you're at. So whatever you want to do, he'll make it work. And it's just, there's no stress. There's no drama and everybody else that I've worked with has been patient with me because I am not technologically savvy. So they've been helpful and patient and just encouraging. And it's just been a fantastic experience. I highly, highly recommend working with them. Uh, this is what came to me when Kev was talking. The escape room analogy. If For anyone who's ever done an escape room, I've done, I think, three. And... The goal is to get out in a certain amount of time. You always want to hit the leaderboard or whatever, which I think is really cool. But imagine in the analogy that Kevin mentioned of like you're you're in a room and it's an escape room and the goal is to get out of the room. You're not going to just randomly if now here's the if. If you believe there is actually a way. Hmm. See, this is the problem. There are some things that there really isn't a way to do it. And I'll give you an example. Um if I wanted to be the best bodybuilder in the world, I don't actually believe that that's even possible for me. And there's a lot of reasons underneath that, okay? So no matter what, I'm more inclined to say it wasn't meant to be because I don't actually believe it's possible anyway. So here's my point. If you're in an escape room and you're certain, let's say you actually did believe that there was a way out, no matter, and you're in there for, let's say, three days and you still can't get out for some reason, but you really did believe there's a way. If you really do believe there is a way to get out of that room, you're going to keep looking. Mm. But if you don't think, imagine you're in a room that really doesn't have a door, that really you can't actually get out of, you're going to stop. It's called learned helplessness. There's like a psychological term for that. And if you've ever seen the Shawshank Redemption, it's, it's, it's kind of the opposite of learned helplessness. He, have you seen it? Of course I've seen uh, it. Now, oh, spoiler okay. alert. For, you gotta you gotta throw a spoiler alert out there in case. I mean, this is from like that's the 90s a classic yet. though. It's a classic. Shawshank is a classic. Okay, so you Shawshank. never know the younger generation. All right, like, true. Shawshank is arguably the best movie ever filmed, um, other than Titanic, of course. It's okay. of course, but it's number one on IMDb, so it's kind of a big deal. Mm. Um, but anyways, so uh, that that movie is built around this idea of learned helplessness. Many of the the prisoners in Shawshank prison have accepted their fate because they don't believe there's any alternative. They don't believe they'll ever get out. They don't believe they'll ever get parole. And even if they did, they're not sure they would know how to survive on the outside anymore. So, and, and I'm not going to actually do the spoiler. I don't want to tell. Well, yeah, I will. All right, spoiler alert. Turn this off if you've never seen Shawshank Redemption. Seriously. Um, so he does escape the prison and it took him, what, two years to, to carve know. through that wall behind the poster? I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it. It's too long for my liking. Here's the diff- <laughs> Here's the difference between Andy Dufresne in that movie 
and everyone else. Andy Dufresne really did believe he could escape. That's the that's the difference. It's it took th- two and a half years or whatever of hard work, literally carving with a little a little tiny pickaxe behind a poster, while at night while no one was watching, and he did. He got free. He got out. And and so that's the analogy here is. He's not like, oh, it wasn't meant to be. I'm meant to be in prison even though I'm innocent. No, he knows he's innocent and he knows he can get out. He believed there's a way out. And so one of the reasons we don't believe there's a way out is because we're so afraid of pain and failure. We're so afraid of that next thing not working and, and the disappointment of it. But it's so disempowering. Learned helplessness is, is, well, there's nothing I can do about it anyway, so I guess it wasn't meant to be. And it's not, it's not useful. It's not empowering. It's not a good thing. Very last thing I'll say, dollar in the jar. I was on the phone with a client last, literally yesterday, and we went through all of her empowering beliefs and all of her disempowering. That's the frame here. It's not like right and wrong. It's accurate or inaccurate. It's intelligent or unintelligent based on the context. It's empowering or disempowering. It wasn't meant to be is a disempowering belief disguised. It's disguised as empowering. When in reality, it just makes you feel better about messing up. Or, or not, not persevering or, you know, instead of you saying, ah, I wasn't meant to be, I'm not smart enough. You said, how do I get smarter? Mm. What books should I read? Right. See how empowering that is. So that's it. Well, that's all I've got. Even I told this story, I think I told it on the show or I don't know if I told it in the meetup, but I, the year after I made the most money at my old job, I applied for a desk job to make, I think it was like $45,000 a year. So I went from being on the road making $100,000 a year to saying, look, I cannot do this on the road junk anymore. I need to be home. I am homesick. Let me get this job in the office as a project manager making $45,000. I didn't get the job. I I thought I was qualified, but I didn't get the job. No spreadsheets. No spreadsheets for the kid. (laughs) Yeah, no no spreadsheets. Neither the person who got the job was not a spreadsheet master either and definitely had several drug addictions that that probably won't... (laughs) wouldn't serve the company at a, at a deeper level, but whatever, it is what it is. Now, I could say two things. I could say it wasn't meant to be, or honestly, maybe I wasn't as qualified as I thought. I think that's pro- it was probably the second one. Which and honestly, more empowering? Which one? The really more empowering is I wasn't as qualified. Why? But the, because I can change that. Exactly. I can change that. Growth mindset. I'm in, con- I'm in control of that. Mm-hmm. I'm in control of that now again best thing that ever happened because if I got that job who knows if I would have left and started the podcast I might be typing away in spreadsheets right now I am well you, you were know, still I do doing the day. podcast right we were doing the podcast when you applied for we that were, job but, I remember yeah but I don't know if I ever would have gone oh the in. pain might not have been great enough for you to quit yeah, yeah. no probably not I would have been and home. just because something worked out well doesn't mean it was meant to be right you might have right. made it work out well yeah I know I said this before. Another dollar, another in the dollar jar. in the jar. Uh, two, two dollars for next level hope. Foundation we have to find a way. We have to find a way. Right. This is this is a breakthrough in this moment. It's going to make us more entertaining. Okay. We have to find a way to have a dollar counter somewhere. Like a. Yeah. And every time you do it, I can hit a button and it dings, Ching. and then it goes up one. Do it. Do I don't it. know how to do that. Right now we're four dollars. Next level hope foundation. Ever since we did this, and all of them were me. Of course. <laughs> what of do course. you mean of course man it costing us dollars son son I'm just joking <laughs> well not really you're, what you're doing this is the empowering belief you're giving dollars to a great cause exactly exactly uh, I now completely forget what I was about to say perfect yep so I guess 
that wasn't the last thing I'm going to say. <laughs> or was it? <laughs> well, we still got to put a dollar in the jar. Next yeah. level nation. I know this was kind of a, a goofy episode. We didn't, we weren't super serious, but that this thought, anytime you are giving up your responsibility, you are giving up your opportunity to get better or to grow through it or to learn from it. So just make sure you're really careful about the words that you're giving, the words that you're listening to. I'll say the words that you're saying, the words that you're listening to, and the words that you are giving to others. We have been talking often about Genius Zone. We talked about, we did uh, two episodes last week or two episodes this week, I don't know, talking about the Genius Zone. We have a live monthly virtual meetup, November 3rd, how to find your unique Genius Zone. If you see somebody who has grown a lot over a very short period of time, odds are that they are spending the majority of their time in their genius zone because they're really, really doing what they're meant to be doing, what they're supposed to be doing, what they're best at. We are going to help you figure out what yours is and how to go all in on it. November 3rd, it's totally private. It's behind the scenes, totally free. You don't have to have your camera on. You don't have to participate at all. You can just watch. We want to have you there. So one of the NLU team members talked to me recently and said, uh, you and Kevin and you and Emilia in particular are a really big mirror for people. And I really appreciate what she was trying to say there, but I asked kind of why I asked about it. And she said the clarity piece, particularly with you and Kevin, you guys have so much clarity on exactly who you are, exactly where you're going and exactly why you're doing it and how to get there. And I, I remember you and I at a Brenner Burchard event, there was like a clarity breakout session where you and I realized that we were rated like I think it was zero to four for some reason or zero to five, I forget. Mm -hmm. But we were like very high on the clarity and that was many years ago when honestly we were fairly lost in comparison. So why am I talking about clarity? I know a lot of our listeners um, have a hard time understanding and this was very apparent in group eight uh, of group coaching are, are really unsure where they want to go. Maybe, maybe, Maybe you know how to achieve goals or maybe maybe you want to achieve goals, but you're not sure of what goals to actually achieve. Um, I wrote an article called Quantum Goal Setting. And the reason I actually give this to all of my clients, like I, this is a homework assignment for my clients because essentially what it does is it gets you to think about, okay, you know what? Instead of thinking 30 years down the road, which not everyone can do, let's think about the next three months. Let's think about like 90 day goals and pick three. Let's not go crazy here. Okay, let's not try to change the world in the next 90 days. That's not real. You can change the world in a lifetime, but not in 90 days. So three goals, one under health, one under wealth, one under love. And then quantum goal setting is going to align your character, your behaviors, your skills, everything with that. Um, it's a really, really powerful, powerful article. It's part of the Next Level blog, which we're now doing every month. Um, more info on that to come, but yeah, click the link in the show notes and check out quantum goal setting. I promise you, you'll leave that article with more clarity than you went into it. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1,128. You're not the only one who is afraid of your fear. That was a good episode. I enjoyed that very much. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. Also just heads up tonight. At 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are doing our live podcast in our private Facebook group. Every single Monday, we do our live podcast. Tonight, we're talking about if you want to find your people, you have to be yourself. So if you want to join us, please feel free. You can ask questions. We'll answer them in the Q&A. As always, at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family.
We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.